Welcome to the Sensual Power Podcast. This is a podcast for women, AFAP people, and anyone looking to learn more about generational trauma, childhood trauma, narcissistic abuse, sacred sexuality, and healing any wounds around money, sex, relationships, self, and doing expansion work with that. Everything that I'm talking about is based on my own experiences of healing and the work that I do with my clients. Keep in mind, though, I am a cis white woman, so the views that I express do come with a sense of privilege, and if harm is done, I am always willing to repair harm, so please reach out if that happens. Otherwise, stay tuned and listen to your next episode right now. Let's talk about going from painful and numb sex to mind-blowing, earth-shattering, toe-curling, juicy-as-fuck sex. Shall we? (laughs) So, welcome back, and I want to get into this journey by really talking about my own experiences with this. You've heard me, if you've been listening in for a while, talk about my own journey and healing sexual traumas that I've been through and abusive relationships and the whatnot. But what you haven't heard about is part of that journey also included treatment for cervical cancer. Yeah, that's also a thing that I was dealing with while healing everything else. Because why not go big if you're going to go big, right? Um, I say that jokingly, but trust me, it was a painful experience. However, I can look back at it and be like, if the universe was trying to test my resolve, it definitely came through with that. So anyway, when I was 19, I was going to my very first gynecological appointment And I thought that it was going to be something, you know, not so big of a deal. It was just going to go in and get checked up and leave, right? Nothing big. Um, I was looking to get on birth control, so I plan to have that conversation. However, when I was there, they took, you know, normal sample, normal swab like you do. And then within a week, I got a call saying there was abnormal cells and I needed to come back in and do a biopsy. Well, you can probably imagine at the age of 19, that was terrifying. That was absolutely terrifying and not at all what I was expecting to hear. So I go back, I do the biopsy and it turns out that I am in stage one of cervical cancer. And how I got that or how that happened was my then partner, my daughter's father, actually had passed it on to me. Um, and that got into a whole situation of finding out he was cheating and, you know, just it was it was a bad time. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. It was a really bad time. But because of that, here I was now at a very young age dealing with cervical cancer. And unfortunately, for me, it wasn't one of those situations where one round of treatment of cryosurgery worked. I actually had to go in for the full gamut of (laughs) surgeries. I did not have to do um, chemo or anything like that, but I had to go in. And in the middle of my journey (laughs) of getting that healed, I also found out I was pregnant. 
Um, we had taken a break from treatments to let my body kind of heal and do everything. And of course, <laughs> me being me at that time and not in a really good place with myself, my daughter's father and I <laughs> conceived her. And so I had to go on the, a little bit of a stop from things um, and go back into the doctor for now my pregnancy. After that was over and um, I was coming in for my checkups, probably within six months after having her, they noticed that there was still abnormal cells. They noticed that I was now, I had cysts. And I had to start treatment all over again, and even more intensely. This was heartbreaking to me. And outside of dealing with the traumas to my body from having been through sexual assaults and everything else that I was dealing with, which were causing me to often disassociate or starting to do that really heavily in sex, what I started noticing is after that was over, sex was really painful for me. Always painful. Um, anytime there was any type of deep penetration or more forceful penetration, um, and it didn't even have to be like forceful, but you know, that definitely triggered it a lot faster. But if it was deep or um, more forceful, it hurt. It hurt really badly. And I couldn't figure out why for the longest time outside of the fact that I just assumed because after all of the treatments to my cervix and, you know, having work done on it, which if you've been there again, please just keep yourself safe if you're listening to this and you're not ready to hear it. But for me, um, I felt like my body was very mangled. I felt like my cervix was very mangled. You know, if, if I had reached in to touch, I could feel the little divots and such from having literally pieces of it cut out. And it just felt horrible to me. And this was all in the span of the age of 19 to 21 that I had been through this. A very young age and certainly not the age where you want to feel like your body is especially on a sexual level, damaged. But that's what it felt like to me. So for years, I would legitimately, after I left my partner, after I left my daughter's father, I would hope that maybe what was wrong was like I just hadn't met the right partner and there was going to be this magical man and essentially this magical penis <laughs> that was going to fulfill me and they were going to unlock the keys to my orgasmic pleasure and suddenly there would be no more pain it would be no more dissociation there would just be complete pleasure I would be able to be vulnerable and open up physically emotionally mentally like it was just going to be perfection and looking back on that now it sounds ridiculous that there was somehow this magical man and with this magical penis. And for clarity on that, I am someone that is attracted to male identifying people. That does not even mean they are cisgendered. And I've not always dated just cisgendered men. But I had this idea 
that there was this magical penis out there that was just going to be the answer to my pussy and my <laughs> pleasure. And it's insane <laughs> that I thought this. It's insane. But at the same time, it's not really my fault because so often we are not taught that pleasure starts with us and we are not really taught about developing pleasure in our own bodies as women. We are usually told that pleasure comes from our partner and even then that's a very limited conversation if it even happens. So for me, I had no understanding truly of how my body worked. And keep in mind, I was also going to college at the time focusing on a degree in women's health and sexuality, but it still just wasn't adding up. Like there was nothing in me that was like, oh, maybe X is because of Y. Um, so I spent years in that. And of course, every partner that came along, they weren't magical. There, there was still pain. And I kept it all silent. I never said anything. I just kept going through the motions, often faking it to just make them feel good because I was, I didn't want to hurt their egos. And also I just wanted it to be over with that. That's a reality. I just wanted it to all be over with and move on and be done. Because in theory, sex sounded good. And I'm not saying that I didn't have pleasurable experiences, but definitely not without pain. There was always a lot of pain. So when I met my ex-fiance, I did open up and told him that pain was something I dealt with in sex. And what I failed to mention was that it wasn't just due to some spinal and nerve injuries I dealt with from my work um, as a pole and aerial instructor. I left it as that was, so that's what he assumed. Like that's all I said and that's what he assumed it was from. And to his credit, even though there was definitely a lot of issues in our relationship, he could be very understanding about that. Um, but he still was not aware of the level of pain that I was in. He had no idea. So in that regard, like that wasn't even something that was his fault. And it was not even anything that was all, any of my partner's faults um, outside of times where, you know, I was pressured or pushed to do something I didn't want to do. But as far as me opening up about the pain, that was all on me. And the reason I said nothing was because I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought that because of the treatments I had been through for cervical cancer, that my body was just broken and damaged and no good. And I got to this place where, you know, here I was with this partner that I was going to marry and again, it didn't happen. There, there was a lot of things that needed to be dealt with on our both of our own experience or both of our own experiences. But and and we just weren't right for each other. But I got to this place where I was like, okay, if I had even been honest that I did experience pain to some degree and I was still experiencing it then I don't think it's about anybody else but me. And that's a really hard pill to swallow. 
So I, as I was, you know, going through that, I was also going on a healing journey from my own trauma and had approached my therapist about, you know, doing this sex coaching program that I had found. And it, it was all focused on jade egg healing. It sounded amazing. And it promised um, to talk about, you know, using jade eggs to heal pleasure or painful sex. And it wasn't like it was a guaranteed thing, but it, it was definitely looked very promising. And my therapist at the time said, yeah, go for it. Let's do this. And I remember in our first call, um, we had a group call. There was like 400 of us in the program. I remember all of us being asked to share our experiences. And I wrote in the comments that, you know, I had experienced pain pretty much most of my sexual life, right? Most of my time that I had been sexually active, I experienced pain. And what I found was not judgment like I was expecting. But almost every other woman in the entire program was saying the same thing I was. Their experiences may have been different, but they were dealing with numbness, with pain, with being in their head and not able to enjoy sex, struggling to have orgasms or never having orgasms. All of us had different experiences, but were dealing with the same shit. And it was liberating as hell. It was really fucking liberating. Because I realized that maybe there wasn't something wrong with me. Maybe there was something I hadn't been told or hadn't been given as a tool, as an idea that was actually going to help. And I got really optimistic from there. So throughout the course of the program, we did all of these embodiment practices like breath work, self-pleasure exercises, and we were always invited to either do them with the jade egg or without the jade egg, just seeing what our body was a yes to and a no to. And that brings me to the most, like, just amazing practice and the most profound practice that I learned which was to ask my body permission for what I was doing with it. And like total permission. We were guided through practices where we would be self-touching and just touching our bodies like on our face, our necks, our shoulders, our arms, our chest, belly, like all around our body without getting to our pussies yet. And just inviting touch in. And then checking in with our pussies if we wanted to go further. And then when we were using the egg, checking in with our pussies to see if we were a yes, a no, or a maybe to inserting the egg. And at first that was really hard for me because what I realized is I had never given my body consent for anything. Even when I said yes to sex even when it was consensual I never ever checked in to make sure my pussy was ready for it and into it 
And there were often times where I knew that she was a no. Like looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, I was getting the signal. Like I am not down for this right now. And I did it anyway. And there was definitely some moments of feeling a lot of guilt, a lot of shame around that. But I learned to also then give myself a lot of compassion. And I mean like a lot of compassion. And what that did for me was really open my body up to receiving and opening my body up to also speaking to me. In particular, my pussy and my womb. And what happened over the course of the program to me is nothing short of a miracle. Myself and the majority of the women in the program, all of us were starting to notice that we were not experiencing pain anymore. Most of us were actually starting to experience pleasure and have pleasure in ways we didn't even have a clue was possible. Like, I remember there was this first moment where I was really experiencing pleasure and you know we're going through this whole meditative process this whole embodiment process and I feel the energy moving through my body more and more intensely it's building it's building and building and I'm starting to feel like kind of out of body but kind of in my body and like a little lightheaded and a little loopy and I'm thinking like I'm gonna pass the fuck out And what I didn't realize at that moment was like, I was having a full body orgasm and I never thought that was possible. I was just hoping to not feel pain anymore. But here I was having a full body orgasm and experiencing pleasure in all parts of my body. And then eventually my cervix, my mangled divided cervix suddenly was feeling less and less painful and the most amazing thing about that is in the following year and a half I noticed that as I would self-pleasure and if I would invite touch into my body my cervix wasn't feeling so painful anymore but it was also not feeling so bumpy anymore. It was an understanding of healing that I had never fully grasped before, before my own body experienced it. You know, we hear things about how a person going through cancer treatments can be like riddled with cancer and the work that they do on their minds that the work they do in their emotional and spiritual body can create miracles to where their body will suddenly show no cancer in it or drastically reduce levels so we know this we understand that these experiences happen and i had heard experiences of that i had seen my father work with people like that as a meditation teacher And yet here I was, I was healing my own body. And it just made me profoundly in awe of what our mind and our emotional body can do. And it also made me hungry to learn everything I could about this type of work, which is literally what I did. I (laughs) dove straight into it all. I couldn't put books down. 
I couldn't soak up enough learning and understanding. I went through an entire certification program with this teacher putting in like over a thousand hours of education around all of this. So where that brings me to is if you are someone that is experienced painful, numb, in your head sex, disassociation in sex, you're normal. There is nothing about you that is odd or weird or different. There are so many of us that experience it. We just don't talk about it. And the reason we don't talk about it is because nobody has explained to us that the pain and the numbness and the disassociation and such is abnormal and that's fixable but we are normal we are made to see ourselves as weird or strange or you know broken or whatever and that's not the truth at all so if that's you start getting into relationship with your body where you really listen in and get in consent with everything and I mean everything when I talk about consent I mean not just with a partner and not just giving your partner permission to touch your body or to penetrate your body or to you know give you sexual pleasure but tuning in during experiences to make sure you're still a yes to what's going on Tuning in when you're doing these things to yourself, when you're self-pleasuring, tuning in if you're a yes, no, or maybe to things and what you need to be a yes, or if you're a no, honoring the no. When it comes to if you are someone that menstruates, being a yes to inserting any type of menstrual product into your body, making sure you're tuning in that your body is a yes to that and what it needs to be a yes getting in tune with your body if it's a yes no or maybe to people to situations to opportunities everything in your life get in contact with your body get in connection with your body and start asking it if i could give you one tool that i used to deal with the pain and get to a place of radical pleasure this would be the tool this is the thing this is the work. There's so many other steps outside of there, but that one alone is amazing. And when I give it to my clients that have struggled, they also see amazing experiences. I've had clients that thought they were not feminine at all get to this place where they understand they actually are feminine beings. Femininity means something special to them, but they still are. And then they go from not tuning into their pussy at all to their pussies won't shut up. They just keep talking and telling them, I would like this. I don't like this. I want this person. I don't want this. Like just going with all of it. So that's the best thing that I can give you. Now, to continue this, I want you to stay tuned because I am going to be launching a very special workshop all around this. So keep your ears open, keep your eyes open, because I'm going to be announcing it next week, what it is, what it's going to entail, when it is. So if you're not following me on social media, go do that at Valerie Schrader. 
And if you're not on my website or mailing list, definitely get on that because I'll be announcing it there too. My website is central-power.com and reach out. If this resonated with you, I want to hear. And if this is something that you really need help with, definitely set up a call with me so we can talk about it because this is the shit that I live to help people with. I can't even explain what it feels like to see somebody that has been through similar experiences of like I have, have that moment to where they're like, oh my God, there's nothing wrong with me and I can feel amazing pleasure in my body like I never thought possible. So reach out get on that mailing list, go find me on social media, get ready for this announcement because it's going to be epic and have a wonderful day. Live in pleasure, breathe it, own it, and be a yes to it.